The Other Oath, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who have spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. We are developing discipleship tools, distributing them across multiple platforms to bring about a rapture-ready body of believers so that when Jesus Christ comes back, he will have no trouble recognizing his own children. If you get a chance, we have an app on Google Play that you can download. It has access to the blog. It has access to the, the videos that are on YouTube. It also has a link to the, to the Facebook page. It's one place to consolidate all that we have, and it's a very small app. You can also uh, get U version is tucked up inside of it so that you can listen to audio Bible from it. It's a tremendous little app. It's free. Uh, I believe it's something to be a blessing to you, and I'll try to include the link for it down below. Tonight's Nightlight is out of John chapter 14. This is part of the Upper Room Discourse. These are the final words of Jesus before he's going to be tried, falsely tried, uh, by the religious authorities and the civil authorities in Jerusalem, and then, uh, then beaten and taken to the cross. So these words are very, very important. We read them, and then we will look into the illustration that I had. John chapter 14 and verse 16, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. So I'm about the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to ascend to the Father. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And then it says, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. And then further, talking about this promise that he's making, this oath really with his people it says Jesus answered and said unto him if a man love me he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come into him and make our abode with him he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings and the word which ye hear is not mine but the father which sent me these things have I spoken unto you being yet present with you but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. One of the most dramatic oaths or promises that was made in the history of the United States of America was happened actually on Air Force One. And the individual that was taking the oath's name was Lyndon Johnson. Let me read about it and then I'll make application. It was most famous and unforgettable photograph of President Lyndon B. Johnson had ever shot. He had was taking the oath of office as the 36th president of the United States, John F. Kennedy was dead, recently killed by an assassin's bullet. Johnson is standing in a tiny stateroom aboard Air Force One for uh, the proceeding. He is flanked by his wife, Lady Bird, and Jacqueline Kennedy. This was the first inauguration of a U.S. president to take place aboard an aircraft. It was the first to be conducted by a female federal district judge, Sarah T. Hughes. It was the first to use a Catholic missile, which was found on a side table in Kennedy's Air Force One bedroom. In part, the president's the presidential oath swears that he will, to the best of his ability, preserve and protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. 
That was an important promise. In any inauguration is an important promise, carrying with it a, a heavy weight that the individual that takes the office is undertaking. But I wanna tell you about a better oath and a better promise. And that better oath and better promise comes from the lips of Jesus in John chapter 14. In the final words, before his death, burial, and resurrection, in the final lengthy statement that he makes to the disciples, he promises them that he's going to go away. And it said here, he's going to come back. Man, that is exciting. But in the interim, he's given us yet another promise, and that promise is the presence of the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. And he is here, promised to come and to lead you into all truth. It's promised multiple times in this upper room discourse. And it's a promise that has some of his descriptors here. So the Holy Spirit is not just some stranger that comes in to indwell you. Instead, this third person of the Godhead comes inside of you and he convicts you of sin so that when you're about ready to do a no-no, a naughty-naughty, the Holy Spirit says no, 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 and he guides you a different direction. He's like a warning light and he provides protection from wrong decisions. He convicts you of direction so that he can help guide you to go this way or go that way. He, he leads you. He whispers uh, into your ear, this is the way, walk ye in it. He, he allows you to know uh, your, His Holy Spirit in you bears witness with the Holy Spirit and another believer so the two of you can connect together in a powerful way, probably really beyond what normal human emotional bonds allow because it has with it the glue of the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. What an amazing thing. And the Holy Spirit gives you what to say in crisis situations. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. What it means by the comforter is one who comes alongside. It's the Greek word paraclete. Uh, we get our, think of a paralegal, somebody who comes alongside us in a legal situation, paramedic, somebody that comes alongside us in a medical crisis. And so we have somebody in a legal crisis or a medical crisis to help us, but this paraclete is one who comes alongside us in the battles of life and helps us to uh, know that we are not alone and we don't fight those battles alone. I would say that perhaps no promise has ever meant more to me, no oath has ever meant more to me than the reality of the Holy Spirit in my life. I love people and I've got a lot of great, good Christian friends that have been amazing to me, but there still have been times in my life when the only one I could talk to was God. Just the truth that other people wouldn't understand. They, they wouldn't get what was going on. They wouldn't understand what to do about it. They would think maybe that you were just complaining. But the Holy Spirit gets what's going on. And he can also give you divine guidance in the midst of those crises that you face in life. And I would say that when it feels as though everybody else has left you and deserted you, the Holy Spirit never does. And he's a comforter. He, he brings his comfort to you. And he challenges you and convicts you and changes you. What an amazing gift that Jesus gives as he gives this promise. And so Lyndon Johnson took, an, uh, took a, a promise or an oath after the death of a president. Here before Christ's death, he gives us an oath or a promise that he's going to come back again and receive us unto himself. But also he's going to send this another comforter who's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, who's going to be with us moment by moment. Let's pray. 
Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day and I thank you for these under the sound of my voice. I know that they go through crisis times, not just legal crisis and not just medical crisis, but life crisis. And they need a paraclete. They need a battle buddy to come beside them. And your Holy Spirit provides that comfort for them, that direction for them, that, uh, that redirection. And uh, Lord, just his, his divine presence is so appreciated, appreciated by us. I pray that you would help us to rest well tonight as we, as we lay our heads down. Just give us strength for the day tomorrow, whatever challenges we face. Lord, to give a provision to those under the sound of my voice. Lord, restore relationships that are broken. Uh, Lord, just allow them to move into a place of, of boldness in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. I love you, but Jesus loves you even more. You have a great night, okay?